Welcome to the Athletic Business Podcast. I'm Jason Scott. Today on the show, we're speaking with Pete Simon of the Prairie Athletic Club here in Wisconsin. Like many clubs, Prairie Athletic Club has been forced into a difficult situation by the pandemic. Between state and local restrictions and the financial impact the months-long crisis has had on his business, you'll hear a lot of familiar pain points in today's discussion. But you'll also hear hope and advice from a businessman set on serving his clients and creating the safest possible environment for them to come back to. We'll be right back with our conversation with Pete, but first, a quick break. Pete, the Synexus Biodefense System, the sole developer of patented technology that transforms ambient oxygen and humidity into dry hydrogen peroxide, or DHP. Wherever air goes in your facility, so too will DHP to effectively and continuously reduce viruses, bacteria, mold, odors, and insects from the air and surfaces. Learn more at Synexus.com. That's S-Y-N-E-X-I-S dot com. But yeah, I just figured that, you know, like uh, after Sue kind of sent me um, some of the things that you're doing to kind of mitigate the virus, I thought that it might be an interesting story um, for us to uh, try and weave into some of our coverage just to kind of, um, you know, explain to our readers, you know, how, how people like you are are, are managing this whole thing. So, um, yeah, I guess that, that's like, yeah. you know, to jump right into my question, you know, like, how are you handling this whole situation? How are you doing? I mean... Yeah, well, it's um, you know it's it's tricky, and it got trickier yesterday with the the new mandate. Right. Um, you know, so the biggest thing I think that we do is we we kind of break it into to different segments. You know, the first obviously you have you have um, spatial distancing, um, right? And so that part actually for the health club industry in general is is easy. You know, I mean, we just space out the equipment. Right. Um, you know, so we, you know, you think about, you compare a health club to a grocery store, you know, we don't have any of those issues where you're you're going down a narrow hallway and you have no choice but to pass 12 people. Right. You know, we, we can, I mean, we can not only space the equipment out, we can, we can point you in the direction we want, you know. So the, the distancing part is really easy and in classes, you know, you're limited to the size of the space you're in, so you can limit the number of people in the space. Um, so when they when they said no more group exercise classes yesterday, that that's a tough one for us because I just think we can manage that. You right. know, and, and people are just trying to be healthy, and we have a we have a a virus out there that attacks people that aren't, and so it. it I just feel so, you know, it, it's like a contradiction to me and. Um, I look at the, some of the places that are open and what's going on, and, and here we're, you know, I think we're providing exactly what people need to be doing. Right. Um, you know, we're all waiting for a vaccine, and you know, I mean, you, you, we kind of have it in our health. Um, right. And I'm not downplaying. Of course, there's there are some very unexplained, you know, people getting sick that appear to be very healthy. So it's it's not 100. percent I get that, but I think the numbers um, are very, very clear that if, if you're healthy, your your chance of getting through this, maybe even not getting it, are are through the roof. You know, right? So I, I it, it, 
really the, the biggest frustration is just being lumped in with some of these other businesses and the, the fact that what we do seems to be kind of overlooked um, you know yeah. and, and who this virus is so that that part's hard seeing sure. so many of our members now I see them in the grocery store you know and you know so many people have gained so much weight and gone from not being obese to obese and, right. but I guess so I'm getting in my soapbox I didn't mean to do that but no, no, no. So what, it, the social distancing part is very easy for us mm-hmm. um, and then you have the sanitizing and um, we we have kind of clung to a few different products we have someone on duty every hour spraying and wiping down equipment right um, and then you get to the the other thing that we look at is the air quality those are really kind of the three areas we look at is is distancing people and we simply do that by managing the numbers. We've always been a facility that believes in we program, program, program. We don't we don't just sign you up and say, okay, good luck. Right. You got all this stuff. Um, we don't trust people to, you know, be motivated enough 12 months out of the year to do this on their own. So sure. we like to get them involved in our programming, which is why we, you know, we have 350 employees where another club our size might have a hundred. Right. Um, and that's always been a, a big, we feel like a, 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 dif- a difference in how we run our business. Um, so, you know, we're, what we can't do now as much of this program with these classes being gone. So, you know, we still have on-demand classes, so you can still go to Body Pump in a room and watch a screen. But without that, you know, people like being social. And this latest order is really taking that part away. Yeah. Um, and I just worry, again, about more people just falling off the wagon, becoming less healthy, then they get exposed and you know it just it's just it's hard it's yeah. we're we're passionate about what we do and with covid we're even more passionate because we always say that you know we can save lives and, and improve lives but now i and it's not just us it's our industry That's i mean right. now we we really really can um and i just wish i don't have all the answers and i don't know what's right and wrong but i I just wish this wasn't one of the things that's taken away from our population. Sure. Um, yeah. Of all the things that, of all the things that are are open and people are still allowed to do, and to take away what you know what keeps them healthy is just really hard. And, and I know at home stuff is is there, but it's always been there. You know, and, and it's who doesn't have some fitness equipment in their basement right and and who doesn't hang their clothes on it (laughs) it, you know it's it it, i don't think i don't think um, any home equipment will ever replace being out and about being social having friends working out in a group yeah Um, well i mean you, you certainly touched on um you know something that i've i've been experiencing just personally you know like i i haven't been back to my uh, gym since this whole thing uh, really began and, and I miss it terribly and you know I think it's affected my you know personal routines and like you know I, I'm doing my best here but 
Um, yeah. It is a little bit tough. And, you know, you also touched on something that I think that the um, industry in general is kind of uh, uh, facing right now. You know, I, I had a conversation actually um, a few weeks ago uh, now with the uh, CEO uh, or the president at, at URSA. And, yeah. uh, you know, he, he was saying that, like, there's so much uh, that the, the industry can do. And, like, you know, all things considered, you know, health clubs, fitness clubs are uh, relatively well set up for how, how to manage this thing because they've already got, you know, um, you know large facilities and they, they invest in their air, air quality as just a, a manner of, like, and, and like, you know, cleanliness and, and things like this were already important to the industry. Um and just how they operated before this all, all began. And so, like, they, they, they've been relatively well positioned. And, you know, folks like yourself are, are you know, bearing the brunt of this when perhaps, uh, you know, like, we should be uh, trying to find ways for you for you all to, you know, maintain your operations and, and you know, continue to serve your, your customer bases. So, yeah, I mean, the other point is you think about, let's say someone does test positive. I mean, we can literally get an email out to everyone that was in the building. That's right. Yeah, that's the other part, right? Yeah, I mean, you've, you've already got your, your contact tracing kind of built in into like the way you operate. You're swiping key cards or whatever it is, like. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I just keep going back to I heard this this these numbers um, not too long ago, and I cannot get off of it. But basically, they they say there's 90 million people in the United States that are pre-diabetic, mm. and 90 percent of those people don't know they have a problem. Wow. Now, that's just. That's scary. And with COVID out there, and if if that many people don't even know they have a problem, that would tell me in ten years, we're. I mean, we have a new pandemic, and it's 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 diabetes. I mean, it's um, it, and I mean, we can, and that is so reversible. It just, I am so passionate about this. It is pre diabetes and diabetes and type two diabetes. You can, you can cure it. Right. Just with changing your habits and your... Changing uh, yeah. your... Yep. Eat better, get some exercise. I mean, and we can help people with both of those things. Every club can. It's not about pre-athletical. It is, it is truly our industry. And um, I, I would just love to see, let's put some money towards that. I, I just believe food and, and wellness, it, it, it can solve so many of our problems. I, um, I just think our... If we just put a focus on getting people healthier, and that's where I think our industry, we truly can be part of the solution. I, I and I don't believe we are part of the problems. I, I know the numbers. I don't, I, can't, I don't believe any number I hear anymore. But everything I'm seeing is this is not being spread at clubs, and it right. makes perfect sense to me. I realize it doesn't to you know to to a politician who doesn't belong to a club, but anybody who does belong. Like I'm looking out my window now. You know, I'm looking at 12 people working out, and no one's, no one is within 10 feet of each other. Right. In a big, high, big, huge room with 50 foot ceilings, uh, it, and that's easy for us to do. And there's um, very little cross contamination. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's and everybody is so trained. I mean, everybody's wiping down their equipment before and after. Everybody's wearing a mask. Uh, we are battling a little bit of a a mask issue with. Uh, you know, people who have health health condition. That sure. the way that that was put on us is is very difficult because we can't 
confirm they have a health condition. Therefore, anybody could just say it. Um, so that that part has been has been very tricky. I wish that would have been handled differently, but that ship has sailed. So sure. Yeah, so you've touched on a lot of uh, a lot of different aspects that I, I was hoping to kind of uh, ask you about uh, this morning. But um, let, let's actually like zoom out uh, a little bit and just talk about you know Prairie Athletic Club uh, in general, if, if you don't mind. Um, oh, sorry. Yeah, I got up. I, no, I mean, I get on this tangent. I'm, I'm I'm pretty passionate about it. And I have a hard time uh, finding an endpoint. I think that's great. Honestly, it's 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 uh, this is all the type of information I was hoping that. Uh, I'd be able to get out of our conversation this morning. So, um, but, you know, so, you know, obviously I, you know, I live in Madison. I've heard the name Prairie Athletic Club. Uh, I know that there's a couple locations around town, but I'm not, uh, I don't have all, all the details on the business. Can you just kind of, uh, you know, let me know how many facilities you have and if you've got, uh, you know, a ballpark number on, on how many, um, members you serve? Yeah, we, um, so we were open in 1976. Mm -hmm. Um, and I've been here about 21 years, going on 22, I believe. Um, and my my wife is actually the president of the company. Her father-in-law is the founder. Her, her father, my father-in-law, is the founder. Yeah. Um, but we sent, we only own Prairie Athletic Club, and then we have a 24-hour facility just down the road. Sure. Okay. Awesome. We're, we're essentially a single site. Um, you know, prior to COVID, I... We were probably at about so let's just call it sixteen thousand members. Mm-hmm. So that's that's you know mother, husband, daughter, sure. you know, individual people. Um, you know now we obviously have we we've lost a lot of members and we have a lot of members on hold and I I'm not gonna that, that changes daily so right. I'm not even go I'm not even gonna even want to think about that number but and I don't know it sure. Um, so, and, and we serve, you know, again, this is prior to COVID. Everything is, is a moving target right now. But, you know, serve, we might serve maybe 2,500 people a day, you know, was a, and again, it's, it's somewhat seasonal. We also, you know, we run a large water park. So um, we, we stay busy in the summer. Right. On, on, on days that have nice weather where a lot of clubs are much quieter in the summer, obviously. And, um, and those are some of our busiest days when you get an 85 plus degree day and right. the sun's out. Um, All so right. It, yeah. Very much a multi-purpose club. We're about 250,000 square feet total. So sure. Um, it's a number of different amenities and um, number of different programs, as I mentioned before. Right. A lot of childcare and um, youth youth programs. Awesome. Um, so, you know, earlier on in the conversation, we were talking about some of the, the products and things that you're, um, that you're, that you're trying to integrate, uh, into your response for this entire thing. Um, as you're kind of, you know, like considering that it sounds like you're doing a lot of research, but like, are there any features that, you know, stand out as, as maybe the most important, uh, when, when you're considering a new product? Well, um, I, yes, I think it's proof. Sure. Yeah. Um, so with, with this going on, everybody's coming out with a new product. That's right. And <laughs> I can't believe they're all, you know, completely legitimate or or as or um, you know, as safe or as effective as they claim to be. Um, just like a vaccine or a test, 
you know, there's, um, there's a lot of steps to that process. And to think that all of these companies just came up with this amazing product a month after COVID, mm-hmm. I think is a little naive. Right. And that's why I am, even though I'm not, you know, that I'm not a scientist or, uh, or a doctor or, a, um, I'm trying to do as much research as I can. Um, I'm, I put a lot of um, emphasis on these companies researching each other. Sure. And you know when I get a when I get a company that can tell me that their competitor has a truly has a great product that that goes a long way with me. Right. Um, that's good. Yeah, that's a, that's a good uh, tactic to take to kind of just. You know. Yeah, I think most of these people are honest. You know, they're. Um, they still want to sell their own, but I don't, most of them aren't going to lie to me about whether their competitor, you know, is, is their product is effective or not. Right. Um, so I, I and, that, and that also tells you a lot about that, that company you're working for, you know, how, how they, how they answer that question. And, um, it obviously if they're in the business of that specific product, their their team, their scientists are going to be have the education to research their competitor. Right. So uh, it's it's hard to find an independent person that can confirm or deny the you know the quality of a product. So right. I, that, that's right. kind of been my approach is to put it on that company that wants to sell me something, and um, it's. Uh, it, I've been. I feel like I've been successful getting to the bottom of uh, what these products do using that technique. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like it. Um, you know, w- one thing that I'm I'm curious about is um, how you're communicating with your members about some of these, uh, you know, new new products and things that you're doing to kind of keep them safe. I mean, are, are you are you guys like sending out a lot of emails and like because I, I, I kind of feel like you know this whole thing is about. Um, people's perception. So, like, how are, are you trying to kind of manage those, and and what kinds of things are you doing uh, to, to yeah. handle that? Yeah. Yep. We use our website, and we, we you know we created that culture long ago that if you want to know anything, it's on the website. Sure. Um, so certainly, we have sent out emails. We've used social media, but our our members know to go there, and we have a COVID nineteen section. We are. Day, every day updating programs um, related. You know, we just had to cancel all of our, basically all of our youth programs. Hmm. Um, and when that, when the decision came out a couple days ago, it, it was again, uh, as always, it was very unclear, um, you know, as to what we could do, what we couldn't do, and, and the interpretation is just tricky. Um, and, and, you know, we went to bed the other night thinking we could still do youth classes because they are not a sport um, and you know wake up the next morning and dig a little deeper and find out you can't so um, but we we, we, uh, we depend on and our members depend on our website to, to find out everything COVID and, um, and everything else I think that's probably you know obviously your website's a really important communication tool so being able to kind of have that culture built in about like, okay, like I, I need to check the class schedule or whatever. I think that's uh, a really great kind of 
bulletin board, uh, if you will, uh, for, for keeping yeah, everybody. Actually, we had that in place before this happened, so we didn't have to teach everybody how to how to find the information. So that that helped a lot. That's great. I mean, isn't isn't it so crazy? I feel it does kind of feel like. Uh, it's just about weathering the storm, and then once we're on the other side of this thing, I, I, I would not be surprised, you know, if people came flooding back, you know, in, in record numbers, you know. Yeah, and that's where it's, you know, it's, it's tricky. You know, now is probably not the time for some great creative ad campaign about selling memberships, but at some point, I think that narrative's going to change, and we're going to talk about all the things I was so passionate about earlier. Your health. And how important it really is. And, you know, for people that maybe lost someone because they simply didn't take care of them. No, not simply. Because, they, you know, they were in poor health. Um, and, you know, possibly could have survived if they simply had a better diet and, and exercised a little bit. And, sure. And, uh, you know, I think, I think that day will come when we are all going to have smiles that we cannot get off our face when we don't have to wear these masks and... I assume it's going to be the vaccine that gets us there. I was all I was I've been hopeful for a long time that it would be something other than that. Yeah. Um, but I, I think I think we're to the point now where that that may be our not the only way out of this. But uh, and I hope that a lot of people say I'm not I'm not going to put myself in that position again. Um, I'm going. I, I, I can't control what virus comes next, but I can control how prepared I am to handle it. And, um, and I, I think there's a chance that again, we might, we might see new membership in ways we've never seen it. Right. Um, I'm hopeful and I'm hopeful we can get there. I mean, we're, this is not easy and it's, you know, we are, we are not built for, for this and, and the rules that have been put on us. And it is a, a slow, not even a slow bleed. It's a, it's a steady bleed, and you know, I hope most clubs can get to the other side. I know many won't. Right. Um, Unfortunately. But I, yeah, the, the first goal is to get there. So that means we're, we've cut every expense we can. The only thing left is payroll, and and the, those are the hard ones because um, everybody that works here means a lot to us. There's, there's no easy. There's no easy cuts. There's um, the easy ones left a long time ago. Right. None, none are more easy, but the people that have just started or just worked a few hours a week, that um, everyone that's left has been here a long time, and they're we're as passionate about them as they are about us. And so now it gets really, really hard. And, and then to think you might need them all back just like that. It's... Um, very tricky. That's right. Yeah, I mean, it, it's. Uh, I, I do not envy anybody who has to make those kinds of decisions. Uh, you know, but uh, it, it sounds like you're you're coming at it from the right kind of perspective. And you know, I, I know that you've got a lot of uh, you know empathy for the people who are affected by this whole thing. And it sounds like you're you're also kind of ahead of the curve. I, you know, again, in my conversation that I had with the, the president at URSA, he he echoed some of the things that you were uh, just saying about you know how uh, important, you know, exercise is to overall health and, and how that we need, the fitness industry kind of needs to be talking about exercise as a form of medicine. And, uh, you know, like it's, it's preventive me- medicine to be, uh, be uh, you know, be able to exercise and 
take care of your health. So it sounds like that pivot is, is going to happen. Uh, and that's something that we should all be encouraged by. Um, and again, you know, like it, that, that'll put pay dividends for, uh, people down the line, not just in terms of, you know, a once in a lifetime, you know, global pandemic, but you know, in terms of their overall health and hopefully we can mitigate some of these, uh, trends that you were so concerned about with, uh, you know, pre-diabetes, diabetes, et cetera. So, yeah, no, it's, I mean, I think whether people like it or not, we are a part of the healthcare system and, um, you know, we're, we're probably the most preventative part of it, you know, and it's just, you know, it's been over, I think it's been overlooked too long and, that, and some of that is, is probably our, the industry's it's our own fault. Um, but um, I think we need to step up to the plate and we need to, that message needs to be loud and clear. It's, uh, it's not about joining a club, you know, it's, it's lifestyle. It's that the club certainly makes that lifestyle much easier. Right. The, 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 you know, the, the brick and mortar facility itself to the, the class options, the, the training, the social the, aspects that you had, had talked about. Right. It's, it's, it's just, it's just the easiest way to do it. I'm, I'm not saying there aren't other ways, but you know, or a one-stop shop if someone wants to be healthy um you know it's the nutrition is just as important as the fitness and we can help with both um right. you know and, and again it becomes a lifestyle and it's uh you know whether you start getting out of you know you, you get out of bed and get moving right away or you get better sleep because you know i i just feel better when i recover better when i sleep i mean it, it's just snowballs one way or the other it's a snowball. It, um, I think a lot of people have the snowball has been going down the wrong side of the hill with COVID, and now we need to we need to get it going the other direction. That's right. The good happens start to pile on each other rather than the bad. Well, uh, Pete, I think that's a good place for us to end it today. Um, you know, thank you so much for for taking some time out of your morning and. and you know, ducking out of a meeting to, to talk to me this morning. Uh, right, you know. I'm not a big fan of meetings anyway. <laughs> athletic Business Magazine is a trade publication that 40,000 athletics, fitness, and recreation professionals rely on to find the tips, trends, and products they need to be successful. Want to join? Head on over to athleticbusiness.com slash subscribe to get started or renew your free subscription. Welcome back to the show. Just a few housekeeping items before we wrap up today. Wanted to let you know that we're putting the finishing touches on the January-February issue of the magazine. That should be hitting mailboxes shortly after the new year. We're also going to be taking a little bit of time off for the holidays, and we hope that wherever you're listening from, you're able to do that as well. Uh, But that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Athletic Business Podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and thanks to our sponsor, Synexus. If you like the show, please give it a rating or review, or share it with a colleague. We'll be back soon with another episode, but until then, take it easy.